This call may be recorded or transcribed. It's a favor Friday to clear victory. My name is Andrew. And I'm in the fount where the glory runs out. Who's with me on the call? We thank you for joining. May the Lord bless you. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. It's Happy Friday to clear victory. My name is Andrew. Who just joined us? May the blessing of the Lord be upon you. So glad you joined us. Now the hope of that the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. And I myself also am persuaded of you, my brethren, that ye also are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, able to also admonish one another. It's a happy Friday to clear victory. My name is Andrew. Who just joined us on the call? Good morning, Andrew. It's Rochelle. Happy Favor Friday. Hey, Rochelle. Happy Favor Friday. Yes. Have a super blessed day. You as well. Thanks for the update. Oh, yes. Now, thank you. Mm-hmm. Good morning. This is Susie. Hey, Sister Susie. How Hi, you bro- doing? Hi, Brother Andrew. Oh, I'm hanging in here. Okay. How are you doing? I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm holding on till my fingers bleed, but I got to hold on. Amen. <laughs> I understand. Are, are, are you feeling a little better? Oh, I am. I am. It's just uh, trying to get back to normal again from all the things that's gone on. Yeah. But yeah. Well, then may- yeah. How's How's my buddy Rick? He's doing great. Yeah. So awesome. everything's yeah, everything's calmed down and everything is good. So. Good. Good. And good. you're doing well, and you're doing well too, huh? Still improving. Still improving. Uh-huh. Yeah, I I'm 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 taking baby steps. I should have more faith. But but that's what that's what the weekend is for. I'm going to I'm I'm going to try out the improvements that that God visited upon me, and because I, I know the effectual fervent prayer of the saints availeth much. I had them pray for me; I could feel it. So, awesome. you know, there's, there's no awesome. reason to crouch in the corner. You know, that's gotta, correct. That is so gotta, correct. Got got to see what I can do now that I couldn't have done, you know, a few months or weeks ago. Exactly. So, so well, you're doing to, wonderful. Thank you, thank you, Mama. Well, you have Coast. you have a wonderful and blessed day. You as well. Thank you. You're so welcome, brother. And I myself also am persuaded of you, my brethren, that ye also are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, 
also able to admonish one another. Nevertheless, brethren, I have written the more boldly unto you in some sort as putting you in mind because of the grace that is given to me of God, that I should be the minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, ministering the gospel of God, that the offering up of the Gentiles might be acceptable being sanctified by the Holy Ghost. I have therefore whereof I may glory through Jesus Christ in those things which pertain to God, for I will not dare speak of any of those things which Christ hath not wrought by me to make the Gentiles obedient by word and deed, through mighty signs and wonders, by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and round about unto Elycrium I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. <laughs> Yea, so I have strived to preach the gospel, not where Christ was, was named, lest I should be built upon another man's foundation. But as it is written, to whom he was not spoken of, they shall see, and they that have not heard shall understand. For which cause also I have been much hindered from coming to you. To favor Friday to clear victory, my name is Andrew. Who's on the line with me? Good morning, it's Mary. Good morning, Mary. Happy Friday. Thank you, you too. Good morning, it's Leomia. Leomio, happy Friday, sister. Thank you, same to you. Good to hear you. Anybody else online? Hey, good morning, Happy Friday, brother. Love you. Love you too, sister. Happy Friday. Good morning, good morning, Andrew. it's Krishanda. You sound good morning, fantastic. Krishanda. Happy Friday. Thank you. God bless you. Sounds you sound good too. Yes. God bless you. Good morning, Andrew. It's Miss B. How you doing this morning? Hey, Miss D. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Oh, I love to hear the energy. That's a good sign. Yeah, it's been... We're going to be busy for the next few days, prayer warriors. There's a lot to pray for. We've got a ton of refugees to pray for. We've got a ton of people going to sleep right across the world who might not wake up in the morning and they know that when they go to sleep and if there never was a time when they need to know jesus is right now <clears throat> and so not only are we praying for the people themselves we're praying for those christians their number is not known who are trying to Preach the gospel even in these times. And I believe there. Yes. Yes. I just 
said, amen, brother. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, I mean, th- th- these are perilous times. These these are the times of wars and rumors of wars for, for like, no apparent reason. And, you know, it's it's going to be it's bad for a whole lot of people. And we just need to, you know, our focus, and I'm not saying it isn't already, but our focus needs to be on folks, not just in this country. You know, we're here to be salt of the world, not just salt in our land. And like I said, imagine that be here. If if the elections had been different, it may be here and not there. With our people turning on our people all over again. But God is good and his mercy is extensive. And we're here to be his children. So as we prepare our hearts before the throne of God, please remember that. The glory train is is up and running. Who's getting on? Anybody? Good morning. Good morning, Brother Andrew. Sister Tracy, happy Friday. Hey, happy, happy Friday, Sister Tracy. Good to hear you sound. Good morning, Brother Andrews. Grateful Deborah Evans. Happy Friday. Hey, hey Deborah Evans. Happy Friday. Good morning, Brother Andrew. It's persistent. Happy Friday. Good morning to you, sister. Happy Friday. As I check the clock, it's time we pulled out station I would just like for you to put your phones on mute and have them securely on mute and not come off the mute until asked by the prayer warrior we are heading into our program this morning and we want the word of the word of the God we serve to go out without any interruption, without any any clinging noises or texts, so that may distract you. We want the focus to be on His word, so that it can do what it was sent out to do by His command. <clears throat> it will, but we need to be in on that we need to do our best to make sure that everything that we're doing is is acceptable and and tidy with that hello my name is andrew again i'm your host again thank you for joining us here on the clear victory who are we we're a prayer call that meets monday through friday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, Pacific time, 8 a.m. Central time, 9 a.m. Eastern time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to join us during the month of March 
where our monthly theme is radical relationships. All the declarations will focus on the importance of having radical relations, considering the will and plan of God, which all, um, and this plan, radical relationships, and that allows, uh, sorry, allows us to walk, sorry, technical difficulties, allows us to walk and live with purpose, and that purpose affects the lives around us. There's one announcement for this morning. Friday Night Live is not live tonight. Once again, Friday Night Live is not on for tonight. We will step back next Friday when it is live again. But repeat, Friday Night Live is not live this evening. There are no new new prayer requests on our online app. Okay. We need to mind the previous requests that were on, especially the ones recently submitted uh, by yesterday. Okay, those individuals still need prayer. As I was saying early in the in the intro, in the meet and greet, we need to keep our focus on not just this country, but outside the country. One is always the children, the ones who cannot defend themselves with with word or prayer or any other weapon, even though prayer is the weapon without peer. We need to think about the children. The children who are being harmed in the night. The children that are going to school under threat of harm. In the Ukraine, or over here in these states, the children who don't have enough to eat, the children who have to sleep in the weather, the children who are being chased and don't have a stable home. We need to pray for the children who have stressed out minds because a child will look to its parent in times of stress for comfort. Well, in times like these, the parents are stressed beyond their brain. And when a child is crying and looks to their mom or their dad and they see them, you know, immense in the same fear, what does that, what happens in the mind of the child? We need to have prayers going out that God comforts that child, that his, the child's angels will come and super that child because that, that, that's a scary place for a child. And 
things, thoughts can get so jumbled that, you know, Satan has a workshop there putting doubt in the child's mind with regard to Christ. We're praying for the children who might not live to see the next morning. We're praying for the children's parents who have to navigate through this time with situations like they are. We're praying for the parents who don't have enough food to feed their children in a time like this. We're praying for the enemies of those children or some do not have the scale of harm that they're doing. Some don't know God at all, and they flaunt that. And we need to pray for them too, because Jesus himself and Solomon told us that we had to pray for those that did us harm, those that did us wrong. So we've got to cover both sides, and we're praying for the enemies of the children through the parents. We're praying for the parents that are sick, the parents who are just overwhelmed with what might happen, what they can't do, what they can't control, remembering that God is in control. And we're asking him to look down on the situation and and fix it the way he can fix it. And he can fix it well. We're just asking God to be God like, like no one else can because he's the only one. He is the one. We're praying for the leaders that they use wisdom from the throne room and not wisdom from their own that they don't sit up in their own pride thinking that they have the answers we're we're asking that that they don't do more harm to this country thinking that in their wisdom they have the answer that will fix it because hatred can't be fixed through pride it can only be fixed like it can only be fixed by love and adherence to what God has spoken. And God is a good God. His mercy His mercy is without end. You have to think of this. You order the call as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Brother Marcus. Declaration will be brought by Apostle Pierre. And then that order once again. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Brother Marcus. The declaration will be brought by Apostle Pierre. Apostle Pierre. We will go right into closing comments immediately following. hosted by Apostle Pierre, and he will lead us through Love, Life, and Victory with 
answers and more insight into what he teaches. The scripture for today is Luke chapter 12, verse 21. Reading follows. Yes, a person is a fool to store up earthly wealth, but not to have a rich relationship with God. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we're asking you to make sure that your phones are still on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior, Brother Marcus, as we turn our hearts to the throne and we lift the we lift the situations uh, in the war-torn areas all over the world, including Africa, including parts, coal parts in Asia, and we allow the Lord to have his way. I'm passing the call. God bless you all. Praise the Lord. Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for waking us up this morning, a day that we haven't seen before. Father, we come to you now, first of all, to say thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for breath in our bodies. Thank you for activity of our limbs. We thank you, God, for just life. We thank you, God, for blessing us to be able to see and to hear and being aware of you, God. Thank you for uh, bringing us into the knowledge of you. We thank you, Lord, for giving us a mind to want to seek your face, want to come to you. And so, Lord, we say thank you for all these things. Thank you for what's to come. God, we give our day back to you. We give our responsibilities back to you. Everything that we need to do today, we we leave it in your presence. Have your way with us today. Lord, help us to be the best version of us that we can be today. Help us be the best father, the best mother, the best grandparent, the best sibling, the best son, the best daughter that we can be today. I pray, God, that you bless us to be the best worker, whatever job we're going to. Help us to work that job to the best of our ability. God, at our best, at our 100 today. God, help us to be on it. God, those of us that are tired and <clears throat> bodies are aching, and we're in pain or dealing with certain situations emotionally, I pray, God, that you give strength where there's needed. Give healing where it's needed. God, those people have been dealing with um, health situations for a long time. I pray, God, that you would give them uh, some ease, give them some resolve. God, I pray that you would uh, relieve some of the pain. God, that you would bless them in the name of Jesus. And God, where you where your will is, can be applied, I pray, God, that you heal them completely. God, take away the pain. Take away the issue, the sickness, the illness right now. God, whether it's COVID, whether it's cancer, whatever it may be, God, you have all power. You are all powerful. You are almighty. And we believe in you. We trust you. God, you've done it before. You've healed people before. You have caused diseases to flee before. Lord, you have 
sent the devil on a flight before, and we know that you can do it again. You are still in the healing business. We trust you. We believe in you. We put our weight on you. God, you are able, more than able. And because of it, God, we are more than conquerors. Through you that love us, we bless your name today. We honor you today. We put our confidence, we put our confident foot in your word today. We stand firm and bold, knowing that you can bless, that you can deliver, that you can save, that you can heal, that you can set free. And not only you can, but God, you will. We trust you will. In fact, we'll look for it. We'll look for the healing. We'll look for the deliverance. We'll look for the debt-free life. We'll look for um, the lateral move. We'll look for success in our in our finances. We'll look for success in our marriages. We will look for confidence and boldness in our single life. We will look for uh, blessing everywhere we go. And we thank you for it. We believe you for it. For it. We know you want to bless us. You want to, to set us free. You want to deliver us. And we thank you that we trust you. Uh, Lord, we put our weight in you right now. We thank you for your word says uh, that we should trust you with all of our heart and all of our mind, God, and lean not to our own understanding. Our understanding says to give up. Our understanding says to give in. Our understanding says that we won't, we don't have an answer. But God, your spirit says and your word says that we can do all things through Christ, for you love us. And so, Lord, it also says that we ought to cast our cares upon you. So we cast up on you today everything that we are troubled about. <clears throat> we cast on you today our children. We cast on you today our parents. We cast on you today um, our siblings. Now, we cast on you today our coworkers. We cast on you today those that call themselves our enemies. We cast on you today those issues of life that we're dealing with. And we thank you, God, that you are able to turn some things around. And in fact, you're turning it around for us right now. God, we see it turning. We trust you, God. We know that it's turning. and it may not look like that to someone else, but God, in our spiritual, um, in our spiritual eyesight, we see it turning around right now. We see it. We call it forth. Turn around right now. Turn around finances. Turn around um, sickness. Turn around, God. Turn it around right now. We believe it. We trust it. That wayward child, the one that is messing up in school and being um, being just outlandish and just not following rules and not listening to nobody. God, turn, we see that child turning around right now. Lord, we lay our hands on him right now. Lord, we put the anointed oil on their head right now. We, we anoint them. We, we pray, God, that you would turn them around. No more absences. No more tardies. No more cutting classes. No more cussing out the teachers. No more starting fights. No more starting trouble at school, God. We believe it now. We trust it now. No more trouble in the marriage. We trust it and we believe it now. No more division in the household. We call it forth now. We call it forth now. No more, no more losing of finances, God. No more 
uh, in debt. We call it forth now. We call it forth good stewardship with our money, God. We call it forth now discipline with our our eating, with our management of our bodies and our weight. We call it forth now. We claim it now. We rebuke the spirit of porn addiction. We call it forth now. We call it forth now. In the name of Jesus, God, you're more than able to bless. You're more than able to deliver. Deliver today. Let there be a testimony, God, that someone got set free through a simple belief and calling it forth. We call it forth right now. In the name of Jesus, we call forth miracles right now. And COVID, you're not beyond that prayer. We believe that you're going to flee in the name of Jesus. We don't care what the symptoms may be. Our God is an awesome God, and he reigns. He's able to deliver. We call it forth now. We call it forth now. Cancer, you've got to go in the name of Jesus. The spirit of retardation, you've got to go in the name of Jesus. The spirit of immaturity, the spirit of low self-esteem, we call it forth now. Spirit of depression, you've got to go in the name of Jesus. We rebuke you. We bind you. And those of us who think we don't need counseling, Lord, help us to put that, set that aside and go and see a counselor and, and go and talk with them and lay our issues on the altar and lay them at the feet, write in our journals, speak to a therapist, speak to a, a friend, speak to our pastor, speak to someone that we can trust in, someone that you send, that we can lay all of our burdens down and get some advice. Lord, help us to not be so haughty and heady-minded and so lifted up that we don't believe we can get some advice about our, our situation. Everybody needs somebody. The Lord, send someone our way and help us to humble ourselves and trust, God, that there is someone that can help us. Lord, no matter how old we are, help us to, to know that someone can help and help us to have an open ear to hear. Help us to not be so uh, caught up in trying to put on a facade and a certain face and a certain look. We lay it down. We humble ourselves, God. We thank you, God, that you blessed us with this mind to be that, to be that way. Let this mind be in us that was also in your son, Christ Jesus. Lord, help us to do what you have us to do. God, those of us that are sensing a call to something new, to something fresh, pray, God, that you help us to listen to you all the way to the call. Help us to know to be confident, to know, to trust, and to look to hear your voice in everything we do. And we thank you for it. We thank you, God. Lord, even those prayer requests that haven't been lifted up, God, you know them all. You know the needs. You know the desires. You know those things that are, uh, that are necessary, God. I pray, God, that those prayers be answered. And we thank you right now. We praise you. We lift you up. We worship you. In Jesus' name. Now, as we take our phones off, we give you praise for everything that was spoken Jesus. today. 
We praise you, God, today because you are a Lord. You are Lord. Come on, take your phones off me and give them praise. Bless Thank you. 
Verse 25, and around midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sing praises unto God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, a violent earthquake shook the foundations of the jail, and all the doors immediately flew open, and the prisoners' chains came off. Uh, for a moment, I just want to talk, and I want to use the topic, if I can, my ride or die my ride to die. And so um, here we see that Paul and Silas, number one, they had just left Lydia's house. And so if you know the story, Lydia was a convert. She, Paul and Silas spent some time and they were just teaching the women of the city. And so Lydia became a convert. And so she had Paul and Silas stay at her house. And so they stayed. And when they were on their way to the place of prayer, Paul and Silas were on their way to the place of prayer. The very first thing I want to talk about, if we're going to have solidified and strong relationships in this season, the very first thing we have to do is have a friend that will go into prayer with us, that will travel to a place of prayer with us, that won't leave us hanging. We have to have people that we are in relationship with that not only will be there when we're doing the food, will not only be there when we're doing the game nights, but we have to have a solidified friendship with people that will know how to go into prayer with us, not just for us, but with us. Number two, the thing that um, we have to understand about our relationships is we have to be in covenant relationships with people that have authority on their life. I don't want to be in a relationship or a friendship with someone that, that can't get a prayer through. I don't want to be in a relationship or a friendship with someone that when um, whenever it's time to go into warfare or whenever it's time to go into battle or whenever things get hot for me, whenever the enemy turns up the fire, they uh, instead of them staying to fight, they go and they fight. And so we're in a season where God is really solidifying who should be in our circle, where he's beginning to solidify the things that we need that will carry us through. Now, I'm not saying that just because you have these friendships that you are, um, you are to always depend on these people. I'm saying that these are some of the characteristics of people that you need to walk with you because there are some battles and some situations in life that you have to walk through alone. But just in case you need some reinforcement, you need a ride or die. And so when we begin to look at Paul and Silas, it says that now they're on their way to the place of prayer, and there was a demon-possessed woman who told fortune. And it says that she made a lot of money for her, for her fortune tellers, and she made a lot of money for her owners. But she began to say, these men are servants of the Most High, and they're telling you how to be saved. It amazes me that here it is that this woman is demon-possessed, but yet she's saying the right thing, but she has the wrong spirit. You have to have someone that's a ride or die with you that can know that people that are around you, they look the part, they sound the part, they, they support, but yet they have the wrong motive. Why are you following me? Why are you walking with me? And so now we have to do an evaluation of the things that, uh, the things, the people that we keep in our circle, because sometimes what it is is God will send that ride or die to tell you, um, pay attention to that one. Pay attention to this one. And so that lets me know that when I'm having my friendships and when I'm building these covenant relationships, I need to be able to be in covenant relationship with someone that has discernment, someone that can see through the fog, someone that can see through the mess, someone that can see through the smoke screens. And so here it is. We see that Paul in this instance had that, had that spirit because he said he turned around and he began to get irritated. Where are your relationships that would get irritated with you not living um, above 
or you're not living to the magnitude of who God called you to be in the earth? Where are your friends that will hold you accountable? Where are your ride or dies that will say, uh-uh, you're flying too low. Your frequency's too low. You're not praying like you used to. You're not worshiping like you used to. Where where your friends? Um, I, I actually had a friend. I'm just going to tell something personal real quick. I had a friend that literally told me I had to step back from you because I was a distraction and you were not focused on where God was telling you. Where are your friends that are willing to do that, that are willing to hold you accountable, but that are also not so selfish where all they were willing to do is take from you, take from you, take from you, and allow you to live beneath your potential. And so Paul begins to look at this woman and he says, hey, come out of her in the name of Jesus Christ. And so it says the evil spirit left her. Where are your friends with authority? Where are your friends that, that are willing to stand up, not only in, in, the, in the realm of the spirit, but are willing to stand up in the natural and say, no, you're not doing that. No, you're financially unavailable to help them. No, you're emotionally unavailable to help them. No, you're, you're not physically available to be there because you've been traveling so much and your body needs rest. Where are your friends that are concerned about your health? Where are your friends that will step in that place of authority and say, hey, enough is enough? And so Paul got to the place where he said, hey, listen, enough is enough. Come out of her in the name of Jesus. And so then uh, it says that, that the guards, they got mad. The people, the people in the city got mad, and they arrested them. And it, it was so funny to me. In this situation, Paul was the one that called out the evil spirit, but yet Silas got in trouble too. Where are your friends who are willing to, to stand up with you? Even when, even when it seems like everybody else is against you, where are your friends that's willing to go through the beating, go through the warfare, turn down their plate fast with you? Where are your friends that's willing to worship with you? Where are your friends that's willing to be your intercessor? Because we know that the definition of intercessor is to stand in the gap. Where are your friends that are willing to stand in the gap and say, hey, God, he, he's not strong enough to take this hit. She's not strong enough to take this hit. So I'm going to stand in the gap, and I'm willing to take the damage of the warfare for them. And so it says that after they had been beat many times and their clothes were ripped off and they had been beat, it says then they were ordered to be thrown in jail. Where your rider dies that are willing to get in the cell with you and not just come to visit you. There are some people that will come and visit us in our time of warfare, but they will not stay with us and pray with us in our time of warfare. They won't get in the cell with us. They, they won't say, hey, I'm here right with you. I'm going through this with you. They want to be with you when the oil is flowing, when the anointing is flowing. But as soon as the warfare comes, they say, hey, I'll catch you when you get reanointed. I'll catch you when you come out of this warfare. I'll catch you when, when you begin to uh, operate in the prophetic again. I'll catch you when it's convenient for me, when I can be seen with you, when I can attach myself to you. These, these type of people, uh, and I'm going to put a pin right there real quick because I want to talk about these type of relationships, the relationships to avoid. You want to avoid the vampires. You want to avoid the ones that come to suck the life out of you. You want to avoid the ones that come to feed on your blood. You want to avoid the leeches. You want to avoid the werewolves, the ones that come just to uh, eat after you have done the warfare, after you have done the battle and killed. You want to avoid those. You want to avoid the ghosts and goblins and the lurkers, the ones that, that wait to see when, when, when you pass away or when you're, when you're in your weak state what they can get. You want to avoid the raiders. 
You want to avoid what I like to call the spiritual pirates that come to take away the treasure after you worked hard for it. They'll go with you on the journey, but then they'll set you up. And so these are the relationships. And so what I'm, I'm actually almost done. And so it says that they were thrown in jail. It says, and about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns and praises to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. You want to have a covenant relationship where you guys can tag team. If I don't have it, you have it. If I feel that I can't hear the word of the Lord, you, you can hear the word of the Lord. If all I can do is sing, then I know that you can pray. If all I can do is pray, then I know that you can sing. If I'm at a place where all I can do is open my Bible, I know that you can lay hands and I'll recover. Where's your relationship that you can tag others in? Who can you trust to be your battle partner? It's just like WWE wrestling when when you're in when they in the uh, when they're in the ring and one of them gets tired or one of them is down on the mat. They, they, as long as I can stretch my hand and I can reach my partner's hand, I can tag them in and I know that they're going to come in for the win. Even if you're not the one that pins the enemy down, it's a win for us both. You want to have that relationship where they've been through the beating with you. It says, and suddenly there was a great earthquake. So after they were praying and singing praises unto God, the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a violent earthquake that shook the foundations of the jail. And immediately the doors flew open and all the prisoners' chains came loose. My last point, which is the one that I really want to focus on, you want to build relationships with people that will stick around to see the deliverance and the breakthrough. You just don't want to be around people or connect with people that say, I remember you when. I remember you when you used to. I remember you when you had. I remember you when, when, when you used to do this or when you used to flow this way. But what about the people that see you now? What about the people that can step into your future and see where God brought you from and see where God is taking you? Who are, where are the people that can speak to your destiny? Where are the people that are willing to, to, to do ministry with you, to partner with you in ministry and not just see you do the work? It says after that, verse 27, it says the jailer woke up and saw the prison doors open, thinking that the prisoners had escaped. He drew his sword and was about to kill himself. But Paul shouted loudly, don't hurt yourself, we're all here. The jailer asked for torches and rushed into the jail, and he was trembling as he knelt in front of Paul and Silas. Then he took Paul and Silas outside and asked, sirs, what do I have to do to be saved? They answered, believe in the Lord Jesus and you and your family will be saved. They spoke the Lord's word to the jailer and everyone in his home. And at that and at that hour of that night, the jailer washed Paul and Silas' wounds, and the jailer and his entire family were baptized immediately. He took Paul and Silas upstairs into his home and gave them something to eat, and he and his family were thrilled to be believers in God. Where are your friends that are willing to go through the entire process with you? Here we see that Paul and Silas went from a place of Lydia's home, where they had just converted her, and they were on a mission for God, and they went to the place of prayer, 
and then they operated in their authority. And they stuck with each other even after they, they cast the devil out, out of the demon-possessed woman and, and, and the, the psychic and the fortune teller. They, they did that. Then they got beat together. They got thrown in jail together. They worshiped together. They saw deliverance together. And then they ended up back where they started in someone else's home, delivering them and bringing them back to Christ and giving that person, extending salvation to them. Where are your relationships? We have to build relationships in this season that will go full circle and not just half circle. Well, they won't stop just because they got offended. They won't stop just because the beating was rough. Building covenant relationships in this season has more to do with godly connections than it does popularity. Who were you? Who are you? And where are you going? These are the people that, that you want to build with that know who you are. They know where you've been, but most of all, they know where you're going, and they're willing to stick with you through that process. That's the word of the Lord. That's what God is asking. What relationships are you building? And so when we're talking about building relationships, it leads me to this point. How does your relationship with Christ look now? He's been with you through the process. He's been with you through the beating. He's been with you. His word even says, if you make your bed in hell, I'm there. He's been with you through all of the warfare. But it amazes me, and this was something that convicted me. It amazes me that when things got rough or when I didn't understand his process, I left him sometimes. Let's reconnect back to that relationship. Let's reconnect to that relationship. And, and, and I'm willing to say in this season, I, I, can't, I don't have room for one-sided relationships. So everybody in my circle has to be ride or die. That's what I'm learning. And it's an ever-learning process. You're, you're ever-learning this process, and you're ever-evaluating this process. But I need me some ride or dies. I need me a silence that's going to be there when I'm weak, that's going to be there when I'm strong. That's the word of the Lord. Ride or die. Where's my ride or die? I got to ride or die. Anybody want to say good morning? Anybody have any questions, comments, concerns, anything that you want to share? Good morning. This is Kedra. Dope, 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 dope declaration. Ride or die, fool. Ride or die. <laughs> ride or die, fool. Ride or die. <laughs> I like it. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good 
Good morning. It's Cassandra. Happy Friday. God bless you. Great declaration. Good morning, Cassandra. Hi. Good morning, it's Jubilee and Juliet. Yes, that was a great decoration. Hey, Juliet, I miss y'all. Miss you too. <laughs> Anyone else? The wheels fall off. Anyone else? Good morning, Apostle Pierce, Rochelle. Great declaration. Happy uh, Favor Friday. I just remember at my mom's service, because she was a ride or die, the topic of her eulogy was, I ain't got no punks on my team. Uh, listen, no time for no punks. Heaven don't produce punks. And that was it right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Anyone else? All right. Well, if there's no one else, I just want to pray and bless your day as we get ready to go. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for your sons and daughters that are on the line. I thank you, Father, for even their ability to stand in the midst of adversity. And so now, God, I pray over their days, I speak that the blessings of the Lord overtake them. I decree and declare, Father, that your power is with them. Father, I thank you that you're going to begin to reveal to them their covenant relationships, that you're going to reveal to them their covenant friendships. Father, I thank you that you're going to even help them to establish a deeper relationship with you. Now, God, I speak that their times and their seasons can't be frustrated by any outside force. I speak, God, that even on today. God, that you're going to send them divine angelic assistance and that you're going to cause those people that are assigned to them, that are assigned to work with them, by them, for them, and through them, Father, that you're going to assign them to connect, that, Father, you're going to give them great victories and mighty miracles. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Love you guys, and I will see you hey, next hey, month. Hey, 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 wait, wait, wait. Yes, I'm sorry. You, you can just drop it like that and, and pray us out. This is Didi. How you going? How you gonna uh, hey, spread the word like that? Hey, that was fire. We gotta have a little dialogue. You got you got time this morning? Cause you, man. Yeah, no, I had time. I was asking, was there anybody else? My bad. I'm yeah, sorry. No, I'm it's good. Time. It's good. Cause I'm you good. know, I'm like I'm like Rochelle said. Her mama said, it can't be no punks. But see, people get that mixed up with with people thinking they're arrogant or cocky, and it's nothing like that. But when you've been through hell already on earth. You can't have no punks on your team. So thank you for what you said. When people come and check on you, but they can't pray with you and war with you, you know what I mean? And like I said the other day, sometimes my testimony may look like me to somebody else, but that's not what it is. So thank you for the Paul and Silas analogy about these relationships that are radical. Everybody cannot ride. So you know what I mean? Everybody's not going to be your rider. I don't care how long you've known somebody. They may not be equipped for what you got. So I'm grateful, and I'm grateful that you said one of your friends told you, I'm going to fall back because I'm a distraction. And I know that's what I'm going through right now because I'm I'm in a in a season that I really feel like I'm by myself, but I know I'm not. I know that what I'm going through is for me. And people are falling off, and I'm okay with that because I can't take it personal. Because what God has for me to do at 54, give me all these grandkids, 
I gotta, I gotta be prepared and I gotta stay ready so I have to get ready. So I just wanna thank you every time you teach. We miss you, but I understand because I, I pray for you, I intercede for you, and I love you. So thank you, Apostle Pierre. This is your girl. Love you too. And listen, that you brought up something that was good. And so even with that friend that uh, said, hey, I'm going to fall back, it does not mean that they're not going to come back around. It does not mean that they are um, that they're bad. It does not mean that they're a bad person. And so sometimes we look at that and we think that they're bad people or we think, oh, you know, and there are some people that when they fall back, it's good that they fell back. I was talking to that same friend and I told him, I said, you know, I got a revelation about what I'm going through right now. And I said, I realized that the people that walked away, their role in my chapter just ended. It does not mean that they may not be in another in the next chapter. It doesn't mean that they will be in the next chapter. However, they might be in the next volume. But they serve their purpose in their role in that chapter. And so I'm okay with that chapter coming to an end. And we have to be okay with chapters coming to an end because that means that we can go to the next one. As long as you keep writing that chapter or editing that chapter, you'll never be able to get to the next one, which means that you will never complete the book. Woo. Hey, Apostle, this is uh, Jubilant Juliet. Wow, yeah, said a mouthful, you said a mouthful, you know, but the whole time you were speaking, you know, it was like, it was like a two-edged sword, if you know what I mean. (laughs) You know, you think about, I'm thinking about the question you're asking about the people around me, then I'm thinking about, okay, am I that to other people? Because, you know, I think of that scripture that says, in order to be a friend, you have to first show yourself friendly. So, like, when you were saying that, I was thinking about myself as well as my people around me, like. Who who's, who are who who are who are the people around me that um that are doing those things or not doing those things and then who am I to them? So thank you. It was a great declaration. I, I definitely got to listen to it again. Yeah, and here, here's something that the uh, the Lord literally just dropped in my spirit. Jesus was in relationship with Judas, but Judas had a purpose, and when his purpose ended. It, it, Jesus told him, he said, hey, go do what you got to do and do it quickly. So sometimes we, we even have to be in relationship with the Judases because they serve a purpose. If Judas would have never sold Jesus out, Jesus wouldn't have made it to the cross. And so even some of those relationships are are important. That's deep. <laughs> wow. That's deep. Let's let's even look at family relationships. Let's look at family relationships who are great. When you look at Joseph and his brothers, his brothers got jealous of his dream and threw him into a pit. And so they ended the relationship. But then when you read, I believe it's in Genesis 38 or 39, they have to come back to him for food. And they thought when he revealed himself that he was going to kill him. He was going to kill them. And he said, hey, don't be angry with yourselves because you did this to me, for it was God who sent me before you to save your life. There are some relationships that have to end so they can circle back around so you can save their life. There are even some relationships that, that, that have to go through a process only to bring that thing back around. 
maybe maybe they wasn't ready to be a wife. Maybe they wasn't ready to be a husband. Maybe they wasn't ready to be a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Maybe they wasn't ready to be a best friend. And that had to end in order for both of you guys to go through a process to bring it around and make it happen. Apostle Peter, uh, what about those, yep. the ones that hang around like the stray cats because they know that there's something and they're just holding on to a little bit of hope that, that's in you that can save them. And I'm like, Dee, you know you always pull up in that charger with that scat pack. You be ready to go. But I'm glad she caught you today because she was out the bar rubber. So thank you for staying for the dialogue. But, but here's the thing about, about that, Dee, When you have those people that are, that are like stray cats, um, <laughs> it, it's a twofold thing because my grandmother, although my grandmother didn't have cats in her home, my grandmother was still kind to the cats in the neighborhood, and she still put a little milk out. She still poured a little milk out just so they can survive because they had nowhere to go. And so sometimes you have to allow them to benefit from your poor. It doesn't mean that you have to invite them into your space. Yes, and that's exactly Thank what you. I'm saying. It was Rochelle, but that's exactly what oh, I'm saying. I'm sorry. They hold on. That's okay. It, yep. They hold on because of the hope that's in you. You know, that little bit, you know, the crumbs that you throw on, the little milk that you leave out. I, the lady across the street feed her cats in front of my house. She got a whole, uh, their, their food bowl and everything is front of my, in front of my house, but she live across the street and they dwell over here. They stay in my grass. They stay on my yard, but I, I, I'm appreciative appreciative of it because they know that there's no harm here. They're they're comfortable here. And the funniest thing is my daughter during the pandemic needed a companion because, you know, it's a lot going on with the kids. So I had to pray and ask the Lord, Lord, is it okay to get a cat and whatnot? So I didn't hear nothing. But let me tell you what I heard. I heard the cat being born under my porch. So if that wasn't the answer, and we have the cat, one of the cats that was born, and the cat thrives with her. So I just know it was meant to be. So I get it. I get the relationship. It's not just with people, but even with animals that, you know, that feed and thrive off of you. So great, great declaration. And, and I'm so even with that, I'm, I'm noticing even in working in aviation now, that some people have emotional support animals. There are some people, some relationships, you're there for emotional support. Now, here's the difference. I'm not going to let you drive me dry. At some point, you have to be able to thrive on your own. Who was that that was about to say something? Oh, it, it was Diddy because you, when you said my name, I had to really laugh because Rochelle and I tag team a lot. And so that is something that I would have said too, because just like you, um, when you said, even though we're not, because I'm not a cat person at all, but I am not mean to cats. And so we use that analogy. It just made me think about those people who I allowed to drain me, right? So you just gave me another way to deal with them, just enough to, you know, keep them nourished. But once they have to learn to, eat on their own, if that makes sense, because there are people who will literally use the vampire analogy, drain the life out of you if you're not prepared. So for the boundaries, that goes into that part for me. I've had to set healthier boundaries, and it may look like I've turned my back, but I haven't. I'm just protecting myself so that I'll still be strong enough. Um, so you just, you, just, you just cleared it up. So I'm glad Rochelle said that, because it, it makes perfect sense. 
you have to let, not let them drain you, but but still just be nice and kind. And that kindness piece goes in there too. So thank you. You just it's so good this morning. And Marcus prayed his whole face off this morning. Marcus, that prayer brother, you pray for everything. So I appreciate the prayer this morning as well. Anyone else? Anyone else? Yes, this is Leomia. I just got a few words. Cats get rid of snakes. Mm. Have a great one. That's good. Cats get rid of snakes. That's real good. Anyone else? Yeah, um, Apostle, I was just thinking, you know, about you still talking about friends, different type of friends. You know, the friends of Job. Can you kind of break that down a little bit? <laughs> you know, his friends that <clears throat> they had all. I think they had um, they had good intentions, but you know, when they opened their mouth, until they opened their mouth, then it, you know they began to uh, you know, talk basically say it was his fault, and at the end, he ended up having to pray for them. Yeah, and so, but that's the thing. They um, they were people, that, Job's friends were his friends that benefited from what he had. They benefited from his poor. Uh, if I can put it in modern days, they, benefit from, they benefited from the barbecues. They benefited at Christmas time. They benefited from birthdays. And so when he was on his bed of affliction and he didn't have anything else to offer, then they, well, what did he do? He must have had a gambling problem and went into bankruptcy. He must have. And so they, it was because the poor stuff. And when I tell you that I'm literally experiencing that now, um, that same friend sent me a gif, uh, well, sent me a screenshot of a gif, and it said, because um, I have a lot of friends that since I've been working, um, those relationships have been closing off a little bit. And so he said, don't, be, uh, don't call your, your busy friends fake. He said, we're not 16 anymore. We have responsibilities. And so I have a responsibility to still be a friend, but I also have a responsibility to take care of my home. I also have a responsibility to take care of my family. And so those are the things that when when we shift, even, even with us, I'm not just talking about people that we connect to. Let me talk about us for a minute. We have to be sure that we are in a place where we can still be a good friend but still keep our responsibilities and our priorities in line. And so just like God made us stewards of our home, he actually made us steward of our relationships. How you treat people is something that we have to look at, too, because like you said, Job had to end up praying for his friends. Even though they had did all of this stuff, they still in the end benefited from his poor. And so uh, when I say his poor, they, they benefited from his poor of prayer, from his poor of grace, from his poor of forgiveness. And so we have to still extend our poor. It doesn't mean that now, I don't know about Job, I'm going to still pray for you, but ain't no more barbecues. You're not invited. There's a difference in being kind. Uh, I like to say it this way, and this is my motto for now. This was the revelation that I had. My kindness is granted. My friendship is earned. Can you repeat that? My uh, kindness is granted, but my friendship is earned. So it costs me nothing to be kind to you. 
Now, you have to earn access to my personal space. You have to earn access to the levels of friendship and relationship. Good morning. This is Georgia, and I'm glad that you just said that because I've been in a um, – this time in my life, I've been – uh, separated from everything, and I and I'm day by day I'm realizing that it's more so for a reason, and especially from um, my good good friends, uh, in quotation marks. And when you just said my kindness is, you know, you'll get my kindness off default, but my friendship and access to me uh, needs to be earned, and that is something that I'm learning. And and you just hit the nail on the head, and um, because Everybody does not deserve, you know, what 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 I I bring to the table because sometimes I I well I'm a very good friend I'm a I'm a good person not to toot my own home but I know what I'm capable of in a in a two way friendship and so um it absolutely has a lot to do with like Didi said boundaries protected myself um from from people who pull too much from me and um you know now it what they say this time of my life is invitation only let's put it that way okay yep and, and that's the thing that we have to understand like um people don't appreciate what they don't have to work for anybody else Anyone else? Going once. Hello, this is Yolanda. I just wanted to um, say a great declaration, and I know that we're winding up, but you are spitting so much gym right now, so I just want to um, thank you and praise God for you coming and teaching the lesson for today. Thank you. Oh, no problem. Thank you so much, Yolanda. Anyone else? Anyone else going once, going twice, three times? All right, I've already blessed you guys' day. I love you guys. I can't wait to next month to be with you guys again. And until next month, live in victory. Have a blessed day. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day, everyone. Thank you. Everybody.